mean, this is this is the key to freedom. I believe this is the key to joy even. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. Oftentimes, I'll talk to people who are really, ah, they want to know what God's plan is for their lives. And this is all of us, right? Like, I think all of us, if you care about, about God, if you care about your own life, a lot of us, we just want to know, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And, and I, I think then we ask that question, God, what do you want me to do? We have the, in, in mind, we have a, what do you want me to do, like, with my whole life? And that's, that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing because we recognize that, yeah, God has made you on purpose. God made you for a purpose. That God has a vision for your life. That's wonderful. That's awesome. That, that is good. And so when we come to God, we sometimes say, God, what do you want me to do? And what we mean is, God, what do you want me to do like forever? Like what's, what's your plan for me in my 30s, 40s, 50s, 80s, 100s, whatever the thing is? What's your plan for my whole life? And yet it is very, very rare that God ever actually tells us, oh, here's what you're going to do um, for the next 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. In fact, a lot of times God just doesn't tell us ever, here's what you're going to do for life. He just often says, here's what you're going to do next. And this is really important for us because if, you, if you're like me, I mean, I, I have to tell you, I just, is a little confession. So many of my, so much of my prayer in a lot of my life has been, God, what do you want me to do? And I mean that by that, like with my whole life, God, what do you mind to do, want me to do? Like, what kind of vocation do you want me to have? What kind of life do you want me to live? What kind of mission do you want me to be on? Like that kind of a thing, which is not a bad, again, not a bad question. Very good question. But it is very rare that God will actually reveal to a person his plan, his, like that, that extended into the future. I mean, you have some people like the prophets where, where God says, you know, uh, prophet, I, I formed you in the womb to be a prophet, to the, a prophet to the nations I dedicated you. Like, that's great because that's your vocation. Now go do that thing. Wonderful. But when it comes to God's will, it's more often he reveals what he wants us to do now rather than what does he want us to do for life. Oftentimes, it's just the next thing. And that can be incredibly stressful, I think, for a lot of us. I think that can be incredibly anxious. Because of why? Because we want certainty, right? Don't we? We all kind of have this desire for like, but I just want to know the plan. If you just tell me the plan, Lord God, then I can trust in the plan. But here's the reality. God isn't calling us to trust in a plan. He's calling us to trust in him. That's the thing. We're not called to trust in any kind of like, here are the instructions. We're called to trust the person of God himself person of Jesus, the person of the Father, the person of the Holy Spirit, this you know, tri-personal God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, who invites us to simply trust Him and live, even if I don't know what's around the corner. That, that's the key. I, and that's the key to joy, to be able to trust in God even if I don't know what's around the corner. Now, why, do I, why am I making this, this point? Well, A, because <laughs> this comes up a lot when I'm talking to people, but B, because I think, you know, right now we're in the Christmas season. Like, that's where I'm recording this. And one of the things I've found is I've found uh, that when I pray the joyful mysteries, one of the joyful mysteries of the rosary, right? Uh, the first joyful mystery, in fact, is the Annunciation. This, the, the, the praying about the angel Gabriel, okay, Archangel Gabriel, who appears to Mary and reveals to her that God's plan, right? The plan, the plan is that she would be the mother of the Messiah, that the even even like reveals like the power of the Most High will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. So Gabriel gives Mary the plan. And so you one would think, we would think that like, oh, well, well, yeah, she got the plan. Like, that'd be nice. How about you tell God? How about you tell me the plan? Before you get a little jealous of, of Mary, realize what happens next. 
God says, okay, you're going to be the mother of the Messiah, essentially, right? Mary asks her, asks her clarifying question, like, how can this be? I don't have relations with a man. Well, the power of the whole most high will overshadow you, right? The Holy Spirit will do this. And then she says, behold, I'm the handmaid of the Lord, that it be done to me according to your word. Awesome. The very next line in Luke's gospel is, then the angel departed from her. <laughs> that was it. And this, pause on this. Okay, God, I just want to know your plan. Okay, my plan is you're going to be the mother of the Messiah. Awesome. And then he leaves. And she says, great. Yes, do it to be done unto me according to your word. And then he just leaves. Then the angel departed from her. And if Mary was like me, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Um, what happens next? Like, what happens after that? What happens around the corner? But the archangel Gabriel, to our knowledge, never ever tells her that. In fact, the only other prophecy I think that she gets is when after Jesus is born and they go into the temple and it's prophesied that a sword of sorrow will, will pierce her heart and, and that her child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel. And so it's like, oh, how, could, how can this, this first mystery of, first joyful mystery, how can it be a joyful mystery when here's Mary who simply takes this step into complete uncertainty, into the absolute unknown? Well, because Mary wasn't trusting in the plan, she was trusting in the person, right? She wasn't trusting in like, these these are the instructions. She was trusting in God and therefore she could have joy. I mean, that's that's the key here. She could have joy because, (laughs) because I don't need to know. I I know that things are going to be hard, right? Seven sorrows, Our Lady of Sorrows is, is one of Mary's titles. A sword is going to pierce your, your heart. But I can trust him. I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know what's going to happen after that. I don't know what's going to happen after that. But in this moment, I can say, I trust you. Behold, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And then experience joy. And this is, this is I think this is the joy not only of Christmas, this is the joy of Christians. The joy of Christians is... I know that God is here. I know that he loves me. And I don't know the future. And I don't know how things are going to work out. I don't know if I'll even ever be able to escape this suffering or this grief or the whatever I'm going through. But I know that I'll also never escape his hand. And his hand is a hand of great power. And his hand is a hand of great love for me. And his hand is a hand that will never let me go. And therefore, I don't need to know, God, what do you want me to do for my life? I just need to do what he wants me to do right now. And that, that is completely a recipe for joy. Again, not only this Christmas, but for all Christians at all places and in all times. That is even the recipe for joy for someone like you and someone like me. To be able to say, God, I don't know the plan, but I do know you. Anyways, from all of us in the session presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.